hits of $1 million mark by leveraging the power of AI. As the host of the Shankar Ponsalit podcast, Shankar shares his wealth of knowledge and expertise in utilizing AI for business success. He offers tips, tricks, and strategies that help entrepreneurs and business owners stay ahead of the curve and achieve their goals. Join us now at dailycontent.ai. Please give a warm welcome to Shankar Ponsalit. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it is good to be back. Natalie finds it very funny that I use my artificial applause. But hey, Natalie, what can you do? You were clapping, but I couldn't hear you. So, you know, that's just uh, what that does. It's good to see a few familiar faces here in the room. I recognize Uma. I, uh, let's see, recognize Sunil and also Gina Patel. I have seen you in previous rooms. Good to see you back. The power of these LinkedIn audio rooms is really not to be underestimated. One of the best ways, my dear friends, for you to build up a dynamic way for people to get to know you, trust you, learn from you. And that all leads to business down the road. And that's what most of us want on this beautiful platform. But that is not necessarily the main topic of uh, what this room is about. Uh, you saw that the title is still not using chat GPT question mark exclamation point. So obviously... I think that um, it is not very wise of you to continue ignoring that technology if you are in that situation. So who is already using ChatGPT or any other AI language model for that matter? Please give me a thumbs up now. Okay, Sunil Doville. Natalie, uh, Lisa or Liza. Yes. Okay. So you are the users. And then who is not, who has not touched that at all yet? Um, we're not judging here. Give me a clap. Give me a clap if you have not touched that at all yet. Dimple. Okay. And Ahmed. Uh, both of you are honest enough to say you haven't touched it yet. Okay, so let me tell you why I think that you need, as soon as this talk is over, go and at the very least give it a try. Because I honestly, in from the bottom of my heart, believe that no matter what situation you are in, you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, or you are an employee, or you're just a stay-at-home dad or mom, uh, you are missing out on one of the most powerful tools that humankind has seen recently. Um, AI, the way it's been trained, is much more intelligent than most of us here in the room, including myself, <laughs> certainly. Uh, it's very, very intelligent. 
and you really, really don't want to be that person that 10 years ago, for example, or let's say uh, 20 years ago, refused to create their email account, refused to work with computers, and then all of a sudden you get catapulted into a reality where you are handicapped if you don't know how to navigate the basics of artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence AI tools will make no mistake replace certain people and jobs and if you are in that unfortunate situation you can help yourself by actually telling the market or your superior well it may have replaced the job the way I'm doing it so far but I actually now know how to utilize AI I know how to prompt it. I know how to build processes that make sense. And I know how to teach others how to work with it. And I know how to help you, dear client or dear boss. I know how to make you more efficient, make you faster, save you money, help you bring a return on investment I know how to help you stay relevant in this ever-changing, fast-paced environment that we are in these days. So that is the situation, that is truly the reality uh, we are dealing with. No matter what industry you are in, I, have, I am part of a group called Entrepreneurs Organization and it is uh, an invite-only group. And you need to make at least a quarter million dollars to even be part of it. And that, um, and then once you, you are given several years to uh, cross that one million boundary of annual revenue. So that's a, a group I'm part of. It. And we have had a, a guest speaker come to our um, monthly learning events and he has shown us the incredible impact that AI has on all industries, no matter which industry you are in. Now, I am myself an expert in branding and business and healthcare, and I use AI a lot for content creation and a lot for content repurposing. For instance, this talk here is recorded, and then AI will help me turn it into a podcast, a blog post, a transcript, and so on and so forth. But there are numerous other industries where AI is going to change the world or has changed the world overnight. The examples we were shown were, for instance, um, real estate development. I am not like super familiar with it, but I know that when you purchase a plot of land, you need to run a bunch of assessments to make sure you know, are we in the correct zone? Uh, can this property support a certain type of building? What are the limitations in, in type with, with how wide and how tall I, I can build and all of that? 
And uh, these assessments used to take months and months. And now we have tools out there where AI does that in minutes. Similarly, if you are in the financial industry, uh, taking in a company's quarterly report, financial report, and comparing it to a competitor and having all the different metrics outputted so that the investors can have a review of the investments. Um, that too used to take uh, several weeks with entire teams to do that now can be done within minutes. Another example we saw was uh, radio hosting uh, in the middle of the night. It's hard to find DJs and we have AI technology now that can host radio shows. It can react to your taste of music. It can react to uh, local events, uh, include some news and some weather reports and all of that. Very powerful as well. The other, and that's the last one I will mention, is the uh, construction industry. They have um, cameras that they attach to cranes and then the cameras capture the activities on the construction site and a lot of interesting data can be um, derived from that in terms of uh, predicting the uh, when the um, job when the building uh, construction is achieved and also it will kind of the AI will help you guide in terms of what is the next step how are we doing this process as efficiently as possible when do we need to order more materials and all of, of, of that. So you can imagine, um, and also in the advertising industry, one last uh, point here. I mean, for those of you that spend money on paid ads, if in the future those ads are not backed by AI technology that optimizes uh, spend rate, click rate and all of that, um, imagine you adjust your ad settings basically by the minute according to uh, several factors to constantly optimize your output. Now you can see how you can a human being who maybe sets up that ad once and then lets it run for a week and then revisits it that can never compete with an AI that looks at um, thousands of signals and updates your ad strategy by the minute, right? So let's not be arrogant, please, and think that we can um, be better than that. Let's also understand that AI is something that we as humanity have brought into existence and that every technology we have brought into existence can be used in both ways, either for the good or for the bad, Reminds me of an amazing movie that is released today, Oppenheimer, of course, um, with the uh, nuclear technology. And we all know what is possible with that technology in terms of the good or the bad. In terms of ChatGPT, um, there were two updates released that I uh, saw today. The first one is that you can now give ChatGPT basically your preference across all your prompts. Um, so for example, you can let it know about where you are based, what do you do for work, what your hobbies are, what you like to talk about, what your goals are. So uh, like a red 
thread everything will now in all your conversations reflect um and ChatGPT will behave according to what you tell i don't i don't know that i like that you don't like <laughs> all right let's go on <laughs> let's talk about it let's talk about it if you want to talk about it give us a thumbs up sorry <laughs> i had to jump in how rude of you, Andrea. I know, oh, I know. Goodness. I'm not an AI. You're, you're being contrarian here in this room. <laughs> Tell us why you don't like it, Andrea. Okay, so I am happy, number one, um, that that capability exists. But I do not want it to be. Is it a feature you can turn on, or is it just automatic? Now no, it's you, going to read. You can turn it on and off, and you can also change it, uh, update it. Yep. Okay, that's good. So the reason why, um, well, now it's kind of obviously the fact that you can toggle that off is good. Mm -hmm. But I like to treat each conversation as I would, almost like a case study or something that is completely unique and different. And I'm just trying to see what the outcome would be. I understand how it could be useful because sometimes it's just, especially when the memory is just like chat GPT gets amnesia and it forgets what you were even talking about. Or in my case, yesterday I was using Claude.ai. We'll have to have room on that. That was an incredible experience, which I prefer mm -hmm. the chat GPT. Never thought I would say that. Does anybody know what Claude.ai is? Give us a thumbs up if you know what Claude.ai is. Oh, interesting. How mm. about a clap if this is your first time you've ever heard of Claude.ai? Claude.ai. Okay, Kushbu, Doville, Liza, Dimple. Okay. And Kendria. Yeah. Okay, so Claude is comparable to ChatGPT. Um, not the same interface at all. It's a different user experience in some ways. But um, what Shankar is talking about when he refers to conversations now, uh, you being able to prompt across conversations. Previously in ChatGPT, it would treat each new chat as a different topic unrelated to the previous chat that you were having. Now it is changed where you have the ability to toggle that feature on or off. So if you wanted to continue the not continue the conversation, but you wanted to continue the information contained in the previous chats, you now have the ability to do that. And um, so I like that it's optional. I would not like it if it was not optional, because sometimes I want it to just disregard the information and completely start over, just because I'm a curious person and I'm yeah. constantly looking at different things. Um, but I like that, that it's an optional feature. And I'll reserve my comments uh, for more of the things that you're going to tell us about the cool new things that ChatGPT mm. is now allowing you to do. Okay, so that was the first one. The second one was um, that you can give it an, an instruction in terms of how you would like ChatGPT to respond in general. So, for example, I put in, I want ChatGPT to always consider uh, strong and white elements of style just because um, oh. it's a very concise style that is uh, easy to read. You could add, um, I would want ChatGPT to always stay at a reading at a grade level nine or whatever is appropriate for your audience, right? So uh, those are the two new uh, elements uh, that were the, the two latest elements that were released. One that was released last week is the code interpreter. Very, very, very powerful feature. 
Um, it turns everyone here in this room into a coder, even if they are not. Uh, you have to turn both of these features on in the ChatGPT settings. It's a better feature. But when you have turned the code interpreter on, you can upload files such as PDF files or Excel uh, or comma-separated values. And then um, you can use Python without using Python. It's a coding language. Um, and you can generate, for example, great interactive charts, visualizations. I mean, this is so powerful um, that you, you won't believe it. Most of this is so powerful that it kind of, we are not at a level where we can leverage um, the, the potential in its entirety. This is a thing that is so smart that we have to continuously get better at uh, understanding what we truly can do with it. It's like placing most of us in, in front of a jet, right? A fighter jet. And most of us wouldn't even know uh, how, where to find the button to turn on the engine. Okay, this is how powerful this is. And this is why it's so important that, that you, no matter what level you are at right now, uh, get over your uh, whatever reason you have to not like it or not even want to try it. Get over that and start embracing it because I am warning you if you don't do that if you are stuck in your human arrogance if you have that I'm not saying you all have that but if you have that you need to get out of that because I don't want to be the person that you have listened to and I haven't warned you of this um, use this as a tool um, be pragmatic about it about this uh, and give yourself a chance to have a, uh, a fighting chance in whatever compet competitive situation you will be in in the future. Andrea, any comments? Uh, maybe we want also some people to share their opinion on stage. Uh, yeah, there was something that you said that I had actually felt very strongly about, but mm -hmm. um, I need you to just back up and talk about that. The, the two features, the last two features again. The code interpreter or the custom instructions? Before that. The custom instructions. Yeah. So um, you have the ability to basically let ChatGPT know uh, throughout all your interactions who you are. Oh, I remember now. Who you are and um, how you would like it to behave. All right. And oh, Andrea, come back. And Cheney has arrived as well. So uh, do you know now, Andrea, what you wanted to say? Uh, she might have a problem unmuting herself because she briefly went into the audience. Sorry, oh, I, am I unmuted now? Awesome. Yes. Okay, very cool. Uh, I said I had switched to my computer and now Cheney is with us as well. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I was thinking about how I like for ChatGPT to determine its own tone, mm -hmm. sometimes just based on the information that I'm giving it. So I do like having the ability to, like I said, like now speak across conversations where it's like, okay, this is just the standard. This is the, like what I want you to do, like the protocol or the, 
um, voice or tonality or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, or this is just the information that I want you to have like baked into you when you're considering everything, because sometimes it gets tedious, like having to retype and re-say all the things that you said before. Um, but I do like just putting in information and, and, and it kind of, it's like if you were to put in, uh, give it an input in the style of a doctor, it's going to respond in the style of a doctor, mm -hmm. you know, but if you tell it to, if you give it these parameters and this way to operate, then it will obviously feed it back to you in a way that, um, that you're asking it to, but I kind of like to it to determine it itself mm -hmm. and then work from there. Like, Oh, okay. You know, but, um, yeah, code interpreter, I don't think I will use that very much. I have a code interpreter in another office right next <laughs> to me. His name is Shankar. But, but that person will probably often tell you, ask ChatGPT. And, you know, the reason why this is important is because, you know, you'll, a lot of your collaborators uh, will tell you that in the future, uh, whether you like it or not, whether Andrea likes it or not, right? Mm -hmm. And imagine you being in that situation and you absolutely not having a clue what is expected of you, right? I'm telling you, this is something in moving forward that needs to be, uh, it's, it's a staple of um, what is expected in the professional world. Oh, and I'm definitely being facetious. I need to check it out. And, <laughs> I know, and I know I'll, I'll run it by you to make sure that it's correct because I think that it's like a, kind of a code or not a code, but like I think it's poor practice, right? To run code that you have no idea what it actually is. Mm -hmm. That's sort of terrifying me. I would never put that on my machine or device or anything without knowing what the actual code is. So I think we run the risk of that. People just not knowing what they're doing and messing up entire systems. Mm -hmm. But... Fortunately, I have somebody who can help me with that. And if you don't, I would still say, you know, experiment, but just do all of these things cautiously because you never know what you're exchanging as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Shanae, I don't know if you are in a position to talk. What, what message do you have to someone who is still not using ChatGPT? And she is maybe not in a position to talk, which is fine. Um, so oh, I know something she would say. Oh, Did I you talk about how the cap has lifted? Uh, oh, no, I, I forgot <laughs> that. Apparently, when you are a paid chat GPT user, you have access to version uh, 3.5 and 4 for being a much more powerful version. And so far, that was limited to 25 interactions uh, every three hours and now that's been doubled or it will be doubled um, very soon because for me i'm still at my 25 but that is one of the latest um, messages there from OpenAI. so i would still say that i feel like this if you haven't tried claude.ai and i know that was no one in the room who had heard of claude.ai if you try it you will see why chat gpt is now uh, i think lifting that cap from 25 to 50 they're moving a little bit faster getting a little bit speedier because there's real competition out there now um, i'm telling you you have to try it and chat gpt we're a bit more familiar with if you're not just do what shankar was saying experiment and now there's getting they're getting some nifty features in there that are just going to help you with your day-to-day -day and solve real problems and minimize your costs mm -hmm. and help you you know even if you're dealing with specialists be able to 
be halfway, you know, further along than maybe if you were starting at ground zero. But lifting that cap is a game changer because when you're going back and forth, what I would do is I would use ChatGPT 3.5 to start everything and then drag it into 4, four when I felt more comfortable, like I'd ask less questions just, just so I could conserve as many messages as I could, um, you know, refining things, tweaking things, whatever. And I see a huge difference when I go straight to 4, but it just, it doesn't last. And I'm like, I have to make this last three hours. So if you're doing a project, now it's going to make a real difference doubling that. I think that's great. Yes. So thank you. Um, for let, Let's see, we have four minutes left. Um, I want to take one question from, from the audience. Um, if someone here in our esteemed audience wants to raise their virtual hand, uh, do that. And then I can bring you on stage and can answer a question. Or maybe you have just a comment to make because we do want to um, end this here at... Uh, in about four minutes. Well, which one do you prefer, Shankar, Claude, or GPT, ChatGPT? Uh, I don't have, I, I have preferences for certain tasks. So I think what I like about Claude is mm -hmm. that it is much more like it gives you more guidance. Uh, it fills in the gaps that it sees in in your approach by just saying, you know, this is um, like, for example, um, what would be a good example? So if you if you uh, gave it a speech and then um, you would ask ChatGPT to um, clean up the language or make it sound more formal. That is what ChatGPT will do. And unless you ask ChatGPT, do you have any suggestions to improve this, ChatGPT will not um, give you suggestions. Whereas Claude, I have seen, it will do what you ask it to do, but it will also say, now in speech writing, it's very important that um, you make sure you are well rested before your speech. You think about the tonality, you think about... Uh, structuring this and that so it's kind of more of a a, um, a coach to you uh, at least that's what I have experienced so depending on what I want from the AI I will go to uh, one or the other and um, there's another AI called hey pie that um, I like when I want give us a thumbs up if you've heard of hey pie <clears throat> that's <laughs> h-e-y-p-i dot com h-e-y-p-i dot com yeah, it doesn't look like anyone has uh, looked at that yet. But it's, I'm telling you, it's super awesome. It's like a, a friend who is a therapist or a friend who is very um, emotionally intelligent, believe it or not. And it's, it's more like a conversation. You can tell it, hey, Pi, I'm uh, kind of struggling a little bit with boredom or I don't know what I should do with my weekend but I want to do something productive that helps me feel like I accomplished something <laughs> and then a hey pie will guide you through it I mean believe it or not it will do a good job um, and uh, just give it a try it's pretty astonishing and I know you can hey pie you can um, actually have it as a uh, contact in your whatsapp and what that then means is 
it feels like you like you have a, having a a back and forth conversation with a friend now some of you may find that uh, concerning and i can understand that you know but again it's where we are heading and um that's just uh, the reality of what where things are going well we have to have a room on claude yeah because i have so many things that i need to say but i know we're at the top of the hour nearly so no we're next we're time. We're getting ready for uh, other business we need to take care of. But um, yeah, definitely um, make sure you follow everyone here on stage because we are known to invest a lot of our time in presenting you with information that is meant to uh, move you along in your entrepreneurial journey. And um, definitely the three of us are here to serve you in that sense. So um, I will say thank you to all of you who have chosen to spend their time with us. Uh, without you, uh, this couldn't happen. I uh, wish you on behalf of everyone on stage a great rest of your day and also a wonderful weekend ahead. If, like Andrea and I, you are going to um, watch Barbie and Oppenheimer... Let us know how you liked it. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.